podcast the official podcast of where reality becomes fantasy it's wednesday september 12 2018 thanks for tuning in we got a pretty baller show for you guys lined up this this week um we have tyler who's actually pulling a Le'Veon bell he is not here with us uh he is trying to hold out for a better contract he's not here again but we have the james connor of wrbf filling in we have got Steve with us. Steve, are you there? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, the James Connor. I like that. Tyler's got to be careful, you know. Just like James, you know, you, you start running the ball pretty good, and you might lose your spot once you come back. That's right. We, we might even forget about Tyler. Who, who is Tyler anyways? Who cares? Seriously. Yeah, we've got Ryan. Nick. we got me. Who's up, who's up next? Tim? Ryan? That's right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's not that important. It's two guys in the bed, but it doesn't really matter which <laughs> two guys. Any two guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, so this is the first uh, episode of the regular season. So we're going to do a recap of week one. Uh, we're going to give out our very first Dookie Award. Um, we'll take a look at the waiver wire. That Today was waiver wire Wednesday, so we'll look at that. And then we'll look ahead at week number two. All right, so Steve, before we get going, give, let's give a shout-out to the sponsors this week. Oh, right, yeah, so sponsors. I, I'll, I'll pick this right up where uh, Dak left off, so – Sponsors this week, we're looking at uh, bread, uh, we're looking at milk, we're looking at gutter extensions, and, uh, pretty much beer and ice. So that's our yeah. sponsor. Perfect. Yeah. So uh, if we're if anybody's ever listened to this like a year from now, uh, Hurricane Florence is on our doorstep. Um, it is right off the coast of North and South Carolina, and it's expected to make landfall tomorrow night. So uh, everybody is going to the stores, getting those milk sandwiches. And so, yeah, we appreciate those sponsors. I pre- that's, that's a great call, Steve. Yeah. So let's look, at, let's look back at week one. Uh, and I guess we'll start with my matchup with Dell. Um, Dell puts up 170 points against me. And that, you know, in all honesty, that would probably be one of the highest point totals the whole season. And, of course, it's my luck that he puts it up against me whenever I score 143 points, um, the third most points in the in the league, and uh, I lose. Yeah, so shout out to Dell. You know, you got to take your lumps. You know, you got to respect him when he scores that, that many points. Uh, I can't really, you know, get that upset about it. I feel like my team gonna, is going to consistently score over 120 points. So, you know, it is what it is. What can you say? Well, calling out, calling out, 120 points a week, huh? That's that's pretty, uh, pretty ballsy. I like it. I, I mean, my, my team is is really good. I've got Aaron. I've got the best quarterback, the best running back. I've got the second best tight end, and then I can just play the matchups from there. Deion Lewis, he is the best running back in Tennessee, <laughs> uh, especially with that defense being as shoddy as it is. They're going to be playing from behind and. Uh, who knows their quarterback Mariota? He looks hurt. He may not be able to 
to throw it that far. He may just be able to throw it just five yards to yeah, Deion five, five to seven yards a pop. He'll be good. That's <laughs> yeah, all right. you need, brother. That's all you need. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I'm pretty confident. I mean, you have to be confident. When you're a three-time champion, you, you, know, yeah, you can't yeah. help but be confident. Well, Dale, I tell you, Dale's looking like a monster. I tell you, if uh, if Bell holds out any longer, this could get ugly. This could be a Chris-like run. I agree. He has got, you know, even Zico Elliott. He had, you know, kind of a crappy game by his standards. You know, he had that one touchdown, but other than that, he only had uh, sixty-nine yards. So Zeke had kind of an off game, but James Conner and Mike Evans and Melvin Gordon went off. Um, let's not forget about his Ravens defense that scored twenty-one points. So, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. This might be another uh, one of my uncles just going undefeated, but then. Who knows? He might be somebody that comes in in the first week of the playoffs and renames them. <laughs> That's right. Bring it on. I hope it's me and Dale at the end. I'll be a five and eight. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of you, let's let's get into your matchup with TJ. Um, and TJ takes you down the surprise of the century. Uh, TJ's team puts up 132 points. So I got a question for you, Steve. Look at not looking. Let's not look at your team right now. Let's look at TJ's. Do you think TJ is a pretender or a contender? You know what? I I look at TJ's team and I don't I don't see a lot of a lot of good stuff. I mean, Philip Rivers had a huge game and I don't think that's going to happen all the time. Right. I think McCoy, he really underperformed, but I I I've, I've kind of shied away from Shady since last year. I think he's really I think he's really winding down. I think for a top pick, I've really tried to avoid him this year. Um I don't know. I mean, he's got Julio Jones. I, I don't feel a lot of strength week to week, but he certainly caught lightning in a bottle and and uh, smacked me down this week. Yeah, I agree with you with LaShawn McCoy. The whole Buffalo offense is just in shambles. They've just now switched over to their rookie quarterback. Um, yeah. I don't think that's going to make a difference. I think they're going to have a hard time scoring points out there in Buffalo. Um, yeah, they're going to play from behind all season long. Yeah, and then Greg Olson's uh, TJ's tight end just got hurt. He's going to be out for a while. Uh, but if it wasn't for Philip Rivers and, like you said, Julio Jones, I, I don't see TJ putting this up, this point total up, you know, many more weeks other than up against you. I, I hate that happening against you. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> I had a couple guys crap the bed, but, you know, I it's funny. Like every year, week one is always my worst week because I don't, I don't even know what I've got. You know, I've always got guys sitting around that I think are better than the guys I play, and that usually is how it plays out, so – well, I, I hate for that uh, Marquise Goodwin. He he didn't put up any points. He he got hurt. Um, I think he's I think he's going to bounce back. I think he's going to have a good year. Um, but Amari Cooper, man, I cannot figure him out. Yeah. Uh, Listen, <laughs> you and me both. I had him last year, and I he was sitting there in the third round. I'm like, do I really want to do this again? Do I really want to do this again? <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, everyone's talking him up this year. Yeah, okay, all right, we'll see. Yeah, well. I, I'm not sure about that. Off and then uh, Beastmo got hurt. He went out with a sickness, so he's like looking questionable for this upcoming weekend. So Doug Martin might be splitting carries with Jalen Richard or whatever out there in Oakland. And then I didn't see how well uh, the guy from Green Bay can't think of his name. Wide receiver, what's his name? Montgomery or no? Who plays in Oakland now? The what? Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he he didn't do well at all. Yeah, so I don't know about that offense. We shall see. I'll tell you, the offense that did do really well was the uh, the Drew Brees-led New Orleans Saints offense. Nick, 
who has a few of those guys on the Saints, he picks up he puts up 169 points, takes down Tim, um, his best buddy. Alva Kamara, here's another one of my bold predictions. He is going to be the fantasy football MVP this season. I watched a lot of that game with the New Orleans against Tampa Bay, and he is unstoppable. Even if you, if you, if you stop him with the run, um, he is so dangerous out of the backfield as far as catching the pass and running with it. He is – and they line him up as a wide receiver a lot too. So he is such a dynamic player. I think Nick – has a stud in Alvin Kamara. What's your what's your thoughts on that matchup? Well, Kamara is a monster because Breeze has such touch on the ball. Like the guy just puts it in the right spot. So like he gives he gives Kamara all this room to run. You know, like the thing that kills me that I'm a Giants fan, obviously. So like Manning to Barkley, it's going to be great this year. But he does he just doesn't lead a receiver like um, Breeze does out of a backfield. So like. Kamara is just a monster. And I mean, when Ingram comes back, of course, he's got Ingram again this year now. Um, he's yeah. getting he's getting the band back together, which I love. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I think, you know, part of me before the season thought, you know, they've had a year to to look at him. And so defenses will be able to plan for him better. Right. Um, I still think that's the case. I think Tampa Bay is just sucks on defense. So it'll be interesting when they play someone with with a backbone. But I mean, he's going to be a monster all year. Yeah, I agree. I, and I thought, you know, that they're playing Cleveland this this upcoming weekend. So, good lord, yeah, might be even worse. But um, I thought they were transitioning to a running team. Um, that's kind of why I was okay giving up Drew Brees. Um, but that was the the most points, the most yardage I think he's had in a really long time. So, that offense could be back to their heyday. And like you said, he's going to have Mark Ingram. So he may make another championship run. We shall see. Um, Let's talk about a couple guys who I don't think is going to make a championship run. Uh, Chris takes down Tucker, and Tucker just making Tucker moves, just you know, doing Tucker things. Mismanages his team yet again. Uh, he loses to Chris, but he would have won if he would have started Isaiah Crowell over Chris Carson out there in Seattle. Um, so, you know, I feel like Tucker has a good team, but they're only as good as their their coach, you know. It's, it's kind of like the New England thing. Is it the coach? Is it the is it the players? I really think it's the coach. And these players have no chance if their coach doesn't get it together. They're they're headed for another five and eight, six and seven season. Um, and I just really hate it for guys like Nelson Aguilar, who's you know my Eagles. I, I feel like he's going to be a great wide receiver, but knowing Tucker, he'll probably put him on the bench whenever he goes off. And I just hate it for those those players um, out there on on Jeff Fisher's mullet. Just poison poison the entire Eagles team <laughs> somehow by by association. Right, right, right. Well, I tell you, if 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 Watson doesn't come around, I don't know that Tucker's got that great of a team. Uh, mm. I don't know. I I'm looking at it and I'm looking at the bench and Crowell. I really like. I really wanted him in the draft. He was definitely my next pickup whenever Tucker took him. I really wanted him to slide into that flex spot. Um, so I mean, I think he's going to be a good player. Um, but if Watson doesn't turn around and do Watson like things, then it could be a long year. Yeah, yeah, and he's got a couple couple Jets players. That offense out there Monday night looked really good with Sam. Yeah, yeah, nah, that's a mirage. Yeah. Yeah. No, you don't think so? 
No, Detroit is just – I mean, they're going to be a wasteland this year. It's going to be fun to watch. Did you see that um, the, the the Jets players on defense had figured out the Detroit's play calls? Like they knew what uh, Matthew Stafford was changing the, the calls to. They knew his audibles. They knew his signals. And they were they were they they knew what he was going to do before he even did it. Well, you saw that. Well, yeah, well, that that new Detroit coach has been known as an offensive genius, so that does <laughs> ring a bell. <laughs> yeah, that's why they hired him. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I saw I saw in the commentary. They're like, "Hey, he keeps that pencil behind his ear so he can make notes." <laughs> <laughs> Better start making some notes, brother. Oh gosh, yeah. All the new head coaches they went zero and seven first week. Yeah, including uh, ours. But <laughs> oh yeah, wasn't gonna bring it up. And then, uh, yeah, Chris, Chris takes him down. I don't think I'm, I'm with you as far as you know Tucker not really having a good team. I don't think Chris really has a good team. Uh, his tight end just went on the IR. He's got Adrian Peterson as his best running back. And don't get me wrong, AP had a great game against his Cardinal against his former former team, the Cardinals. But I think as the year goes on, AP is really going to slow down. And uh, even though he keeps himself in really good shape. When you get to a certain age, and when you've when you've been in the league as far as long as he has, with his injury history too, I just I think he's going to break down. And and Chris is really going to be up the creek with uh, Devontae Freeman and, and Adrian Peterson as his, as his running backs with Tevin Coleman and Marlon Mack as his backups. I just I don't I don't see it, especially with Demarius Thomas. Now ODB he is top five wide receiver. Um, he is the the lone bright spot on this team. But other than that, I think he's just destined for another crappy season in my opinion yeah but, i think he's got some pieces to work with but you know it'll be interesting to see how it plays out having freeman and coleman on the same team you know they're going to split it the whole way so it'll be interesting that's going to be a headache every week trying to figure yeah. out which one to start there all right so uh we got we have got to give a shout out to the label maker logan just out here renaming people it doesn't matter if it's 2017, 2018. He is changing names left and right. So Logan starts the season off changing Ryan's name. Um, and Ryan, oh, only scoring 58 points first week. We had such high hopes for Ryan after the draft he had. It seemed like he really had his act together. And then uh, he shows up week one, only scores 58 points. So Logan changes his name. To Yo Chupo, <laughs> which of course is I suck in Honduran language. <laughs> yeah, I, I caught it. I caught it. That's good. <laughs> like Ryan is just a guy. He's like, you know, what's the saying? And, and he said that he's the guy in the PG thirteen movie that you really want to make it, but it just doesn't happen. <laughs> that token guy you have to have out there. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, he I feel bad. He had a Saints who scored negative two points. That's hard to do, you know. That's hard to start somebody who scores negative points. I feel bad for him. And then <laughs> Doug, not looking good. Oh, yeah. And then Doug Baldwin gets hurt, and he scores nothing. That's all right. His bench is really good, so. Yeah, let's, yeah Steve, tell us about his bench. Well, we've got uh, all-stars like uh... – <laughs> The top scorer on the bench, Jimmy Garoppolo at 12. You know, we got a Ronald Jones who's looking really good on the, on the inactive list. <laughs> Speaking of inactive, tell us about his other running back. Ty Montgomery in a couple of weeks is going to be the fourth string running back. So that's good. <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. It's just a disaster zone down there, so I don't know. The and then second, the second most points on his bench, Kenneth Dixon. Uh, yeah, done for the year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so well, you got to hand to Logan though. You, he scored 124 points. That's pretty stout. Uh, I think Logan's going to have a pretty decent season. So congrats to Logan for renaming uh, Ryan. Speaking of renaming teams, oh Kevin. Uh, I, I don't know if I've ever told you guys this, but I really like Kevin's team, man. It looks really good. And what does he do first week? He takes down our champion uh, by 50, like 50 points, something points, almost exactly 50 points. So he takes down our champion, renames him, and I'm going to take this opportunity to share our defending champion's brand new name. And I love what Kevin did here. Kevin did a phenomenal job of playing off of Tyler's questionable decision-making of investing in the wrong wide receiver out there in Kansas City. So without further ado, our champion's team name will now be henceforth known as Tyrekosaurus Rett. <laughs> Tyrekosaurus Rett. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah, that's pretty apt. I like it. He got smashed. Yeah, Tyreek scored a couple different ways, didn't he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So with Tyreek Hill, that's something that you've got to consider. He is not only going to be catching, you know, balls from uh from Patrick Holmes, he's also going to be catching balls as a punt returner and then a kick returner. So he scored a lot of points just by uh return yards and then that touchdown that he had scored 46.6 points. Uh right. it could be Tyreek Hill or Alvin Kamara as far as our fantasy MVP. Um, I think Tyreek is going to have another huge, huge year, and it seems like Patrick Mahomes only has eyes for him. Uh, my boy, uh, Jay, or, uh, Travis Kelsey, didn't have a very good game, and I'm really worried about that. He didn't have a whole lot of looks. It seems like Patrick just wants to throw the ball deep downfield to Tyreek, so I'm really concerned about that. But I'll tell you somebody that should be concerned is Tyler. So, Steve, let's give a little analysis of Tyler's team. What do you think about what he has going on there? Carry on. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, Tyreek is source wrecked. <laughs> right. Whatever it is this week. Who knows? <laughs> well, I mean, I looked at Tyler's team, and, you know, we I, I sent that form out where people were ranking the draft. And let me just uh, sneak preview. Uh, spoiler oh, yeah. alert. Spoiler alert. Uh, Tyler did not come out very well on that ranking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just I don't know I don't know where the head was at here with a with a Burkhead and a Lockett and Gesicki uh, the starters looking a little weak. Matt Ryan had a great year last year, but this isn't last year, so I don't know how that's going to turn out. Um, I was surprised at Kareem Hunt kind of laying an egg. Um, you know, Chiefs scoring thirty eight points and Kareem Hunt winds up with less than five. I don't know. I don't know that you know when you put a new quarterback in. That's when you take a stud like that. You don't know how it's gonna how it's gonna work out once they actually start vibing. So, right, right, yeah. And I, he made a lot of questionable decisions at the draft for sure, um, which makes me think, you know, is was this championship run he had just a fluke? You know, is he gonna be like uh, a one and done kind of a team where he doesn't ever contend again in our league? I, I hope not. You know, I feel like Tyler may get you know discouraged and. And want to hop out of the league. I hope he doesn't, you know, continue to lose like he did this first week. We'll see. But I don't know. Bail, bailing out on the podcast, bailing out on yeah, the team. Exactly. Exactly. Well, congratulations, Kevin. And I uh, love the name. 
Um, so speaking of horrible performances, it's time for our Dookie Award winner. Um, so let's see. We got a little. There we go. <laughs> That's the Dookie Award winner for this, <laughs> for this week. Let's see. We have some contenders for the Dookie Award. Uh, we have Tyler, of course. You know, does he like you? Like you said in our notes here, Steve, he went from champ to chump, losing to TJ. Or you losing to TJ? You know, that's that's not good. Uh, you know, I thought about maybe giving it to Tucker because you know he he ruined his team's chances of winning. Um, but but Steve, you have a better answer. Who, who's the Dookie Award winner this week? Well, I mean, you know, we've talked about it already, and it's almost you feel bad for it happening so much. But you can't score 58 points and not get the Dookie Award in this league. You know, it just it just has to happen. I don't you, negative two defense. You know, you you do the math, and every player on his roster was under 100 points, which is <laughs> which is the second worst score in total of anyone else's starter. Can we start 16 guys? Let's let's make the let's the Ryan. Ryan can start 16 guys. All right. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, he had a good draft, I guess. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. <laughs> it's got to be Ryan. It's got to be Ryan. Ryan, congratulations, man. You are the. Dookie Award winner. All right, so let's uh, let's look let's let's go off from week one. Let's look ahead to week two. We have to start waiver wire Wednesday. We had a, a lot of moves uh, go down today. Philip Lindsay, T.J. Yeldon were the most popular free agents. Half the league put in bid for those guys. Um, and then next up, we had Jarrett Cook and Steve. You landed Jarrett Cook, didn't you? Yeah, I I needed him. Evan Ingram was kind of crapped the bed the first week, so I thought I better get get in something. Yeah, well, uh, I've I've got a backup tight end that if you're interested in, in in Kittle out there in San Francisco, who's a top five guy, you know we could we could you know uh, we could do something that's never been done before. You and I could work out a trade right here on air if you want. Just, just <laughs> let me know. No, I'll have to think about that. I, 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 maybe it'll be a, a five or six player mega deal again. <laughs> And then, uh, so Kevin got TJ Yeldon. Congrats, Kevin. Uh, Nick got Philip Lindsay out there in Denver. Um, I probably made the worst move. I put in six bucks for Big Ben, and I could have got him for free. So that's not a good move on my part. But with Aaron Rodgers kind of up in the air, I figured I needed to get you know a good guy that is is going to play. I know Big Ben, even though he's kind of dinged up himself, he's he's going to be out there. So I had to get somebody to back him up. Um, and then Quincy Inouye, I feel like he could be the best uh, return on the investment from the free agents this, uh, that went down today. Uh, Ryan got him, and good Lord, he we know he needs all the help he can get. So nice job, Ryan, for getting Quincy Inouye. He looked pretty good out there uh, Monday night. Uh, anything else, Steve, you want to move on? Uh, yeah, we can move on. I think, you know, instant upgrade for Ryan, so that's good. Yeah, anything, anything. Right. Yeah, I scored his bench probably. So. <laughs> all right. So looking ahead at the matchups for week two. Uh, so we'll go through all the matchups. And Steve, you kind of stop me if you want to chime in with anything. Uh, Dell is going to play Logan, father-son matchup. They're both undefeated. Um, I, mean, I think Dell's a favorite there, but who knows? Logan may pull out the labor maker yet again. That might be interesting if he changes his dad's name. Hmm, that'd be interesting. Uh, you go up against Chris. Uh, what are your initial thoughts on the matchup with you going up against Green Eggs and Camp? 
Uh, I think I think this is a week that Barkley goes off. I'm going to be honest with you. I think he's going to handle Dallas pretty good. Yeah. He had a good first game against the best defense in the league, and I watched every snap, and he gets a crease and he's gone. So I think he's going to get a couple more creases this week. So I'm hoping that's what that's the case anyway. Yeah, that Dallas defense is pretty porous. Yeah. So uh, you might be right there. So good luck. Uh, I take on Ryan. Um, uh, I'll give you a peek behind the, the curtain here. I, I tried to uh, work out a trade with Ryan just to help him. And uh, he didn't bite on our trade, so I'm going to give it to him this weekend. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to beat him down and change his name yet again. So I'm, I'm already taking suggestions if you guys have anything that you want me to change his name to. Just, just let me know because it's going to happen this weekend yet again. Did you, uh, try, did you try to squeeze his only good player? Uh, <laughs> you know I would never do that, Steve. I was definitely not going after DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> not at all. Nope. Uh, Callahan plays plays Tim. Uh, Tucker takes on TJ. But I think the game of the week has to be Kevin versus Nick. Uh, I don't know if you looked at the projections, but there is only a five-tenths of a point difference in their projected total with Kevin and uh, Nick. Uh, they are both undefeated, and they're two powerhouses in that division. So I think, I think let's go ahead and make that the matchup of the week. What do you think, Steve? You good with that? Yeah, I think two great teams. I think it'll be good. Sweet. Well, uh, before we wrap it up, a couple things. Uh, there is a game tomorrow night between the Ravens and the Bengals. So make sure you set your lineup accordingly for that Thursday night game. And, oh, man, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about this. So, Steve, you have been working on something for the past, oh, God, I don't even know how many months. Um, I don't even want to think about the amount of time and effort that you've put into this. Uh, but this is going to be huge for our league. This is yet another reason why WRBF is the best league uh, because you do things like this. Uh, so I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to give anything away. But, uh, Steve, please tell us about what you've been working on. All right. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Let me get to my screen here. Um, yeah. yeah. And if, if you guys yeah. are watching the video, I'm going to go ahead and switch over so you can, you can see uh, Steve's screen on his computer there. All right, so like uh, last spring, it kind of occurred to me over some drunkenness and <laughs> whatever that we talk a lot about um, week to week, you know, who's the best manager, who's managing their team best, are they starters versus their bench, how's the free agency going? So kind of percolate this idea of putting together like a manager um, ranking system, like how to do a manager ranking system with all the different parts that go into it. I won't get too ultra nerdy here, but I'll, I'll send the link and I'll post it to the board. Um, it's definitely a work in progress, but let me just kind of go through it. So the idea is to have every week a ranking of managers based on a couple different uh, criteria. And so since I've got this nerdy spreadsheet knowledge, um, this is what I've come up with so far. So I'm just going to run through it and I hope you can see my screen. If not, then <laughs> you're out of luck. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but basically how it works is everyone's got a sheet at the bottom of this. And so what I'm going to do is, uh, man, I have to click on Ryan's team. That was unfortunate. Um, <laughs> but uh, so uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to track each week uh, the, the points we get, um, both on the starters and the bench. And so one of the big rankings, obviously, is total points. So that's going to be the first rank is total points. Second rank is going to be total point uh, differential. So, like, how many points did you leave on the table? Um, 
so I'll just, since this is Ryan, we'll just kind of talk through this. Uh, the Basically, the way I did this is, like, if you got a quarterback on your bench, he's got Jimmy Garoppolo, who scored 12, but Tyrod Taylor scored 24.6, so he didn't leave any points on the table there. And yes. running back, though, so he's got Kenneth Dixon temporarily at 10.4. And, um, you know, so how many points did he leave on the table by not starting Kenneth Dixon over Derrick Henry? Mm. So he left 6.8 points on the table there. And if Ty Montgomery had outscored Christian McCaffrey, that would be even higher, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And then the wire receiver, same thing. You've got, um, uh, let's see, who was a decent receiver? No one, but 6.3 here. Uh, yeah, yeah. so he, he, he outscored Doug Baldwin by 6.3 points, so he left that many on the table. And then Jordy Nelson outscored somehow Pierre Garcon by 0.7. And so you take the 6.3 um, and you add the 0.5 and you get that 6 point or you get that 3.8. I'm sorry. Where am I okay. at? Yeah, I think uh, Doug Baldwin had zero. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry about Jordan, that. I was Jordan looking Nelson. at Rashad Penny. My bad. There you go. There you go. Yep, exactly. So that's how that – that basically that's rank two. And then this third one, I'm not sure – how this is going to work out, but try to come up with a way of doing free agency. So <laughs> positive points and negative points. So you get positive points for just being active. So you get a point for each free agent acquisition each week. Nice, nice. Uh, if you've got a starter, the free agent starter, you get their points for the week and then waiver wire budgeting. So if you've, if you, if you've put in a bid over four bucks, um, you get points for if you're within $1 above the next highest, $2 above the next highest. Wow. And then down here, negative. It, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start tracking. Uh, let me see if I can find a better example. I think um, I think Dale had some interesting stuff here. Let me check on Dale's. Yeah, so here's Dale. So um, he dropped Ben Roethlisberger, who you now picked up. Yeah. Roethlisberger scored 16 points last week, which was actually four more than Stafford. Wow. So he gets a negative four. Um, wow. Yeah, so I'm going to try to keep a running log here of who they dropped and each week if they score outscore your starters. So. Oh, man, that is incredible, Steve. So that'll be fun. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Anyway, so let me just recap here. So basically in the, in the bottom part is we're going to keep track of total points. <laughs> yes. So we got total points. Um, I'm going to keep an average of the divisions because that's always the point of contention, which division. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. We're going to do the same with the starters versus the bench and then oh. also with the free agency. And then if you go to the master, it's going to get all the ranks um, and then a composite. <laughs> yes. My nerdy math is coming out here, but I did 40, 40, 20, so. The composite score is 40% total points, 40% okay. starters versus bench, and then 20% free agency. Wow, man, this is incredible, Steve. Oh, my God. Okay, so uh, while we're looking at it, like right now it looks like Dell, just based on week one, he's ranked number one so far. Yep, you got it. Yeah, so wow. Dale had a he, – he had a perfect week. So, like, if you think about um, – if you think about your starters versus your thing, he had zero points total. So wow. he had the perfect week as far as his bench players go. So and, and please tell me I'm reading this wrong. Does that say TJ was number two this week? Is that what that said? Yeah, that's kind of where we're at right now. <laughs> oh my God, that's great. <laughs> I know, right? So 
the free agency, I think I, I, I considered not doing it week one because it's skewed because you don't really have much data yet. Um, it'll as you get further in, you'll have other data to kind of fill that in. But yeah, but he he actually did a pretty good job with his bench this week and uh, had a pretty good score. So there you go, oh, man, Steve. I can I cannot thank you enough for doing this, man. This is incredible. This this is groundbreaking stuff for our league. You should really think about coming up with some kind of patent on this because <laughs> if you create some kind of spreadsheet and these plug numbers in. You could make lots of money doing this, man. You guys, you have no idea how we, how lucky we are to have someone like this, like Steve, who's who's putting the time in to make this for our league. This is incredible, dude. Well, the, so as we get through it, I need a lot of input. So as we go through the season, it's like I say, it's work in progress. If you think of a better way to do free agency, I got some ideas on the draft and on, on trades. That's the other two ranks, um, but that's not quite ready yet, so. Gotcha. I need a better name. I did fantasy fantasy manager quotient, but I really wanted to be FML, like F my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can yeah. come up with a better uh, name for FML. I couldn't figure that out. So. All right. Well, there you go, guys. We need a name for it. FML. Let's 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 think about. It. Let's brainstorm. Throw some stuff out there on the message board. But man, Steve, thank you, thank you again, man. This is this is awesome. So. Uh, thank you, Steve, for making this, and uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the Two Guys in the Bed podcast, the official podcast of where reality becomes fantasy.